Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 7th of March, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. The nation's alliance, the main opposition alliance, finally has a candidate, and it's no surprise to anyone. On late Monday the 6th, the opposition alliance declared that its presidential candidate would be Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu, the head of the main opposition, the Republican People's Party, or CHP. Now let's talk about what happened before the big announcement. On Thursday, the 2nd of March, the main opposition alliance, the Nations Alliance, met up to discuss their presidential candidate. Prior to the meeting, the alliance said that they were going to settle on a candidate on the 2nd, but they'd make their official announcement on Monday the 6th. The next day, on Friday the 3rd, Miral Akshener, the head of the Good Party, the second largest party in the opposition, and a member of the alliance, said that the other five members of the alliance agreed to Kamal Kılıçdaroğlu's candidacy. However, the Good Party opposed it. Akshener added that her party suggested Ekrem Amamalu or Mansur Yavash, both mayors from the CHP, as candidates, citing that the nation favored the two names. She added that both Amamalu and Yavash had the majority of votes against the ruling parties in election polls and accused Khalid Darulu of letting greed and political gain come before his duty for the nation. On that note, Meral Akshener called on Yavash and Amamalu to become candidates regardless of their party leader's decision. However, the two rejected Akshener's call and said that they supported their leader, Kamal Khalid Darulu, and his decision. Recall that just a week prior, the CHP gave full authority to Khalid Darulu regarding all decisions about the election. On Sunday the 5th, Akshener didn't attend the Nations Alliance meeting and many speculated that the Good Party left the alliance. However, members of the party said there hadn't been any definitive decision yet. The Nations Alliance is the biggest source of hope for many citizens who oppose the current regime and Akshener's fallout with the alliance has caused a panic among the people. So much so that reportedly multiple people went to the hospital citing a mental breakdown as a result of the party leaving the alliance. Many criticized Akshener for breaking up the alliance. They said that most people were ready to vote for even a pair if the alliance nominated it to emphasize that they weren't picky as long as the alliance stood together. On Monday the 6th, Miral Akshener returned to the alliance. The alliance agreed that Yavash and Imamalu will be deputy presidents instead. Speaking of opposition alliances, Muharrem Inja, the head of the Homeland Party, and Umit Ozdah, the head of the Victory Party, along with two other parties, formed an alliance. The parties also believe that Mansur Yavash, the mayor of Ankara, would be an ideal candidate and have been persistently calling on him to declare his candidacy. After Miral Akshener declared Kamal Khalid Darulu will be the nation's alliance candidate, Ozdah called on people to gather in front of the Ankara Municipality Building and hold a demonstration to call Yavash to duty, meaning presidential candidacy. However, he later canceled the demonstration. Giving up on Mansur Yavash's candidacy, Uzda said that then Muharram Inje could be president. To this, Muharram Inje replied, quote, I'm no one's deputy candidate, end quote. He said that Uzda was being disrespectful to other parties, getting involved in their inner business, and reportedly left the alliance via a text message. Now, some more news on the elections. Recall that the People's Democratic Party, or HDP, hasn't decided on whether they'd nominate their own candidate or support the nation's alliance, as they don't see eye-to-eye with the good party. However, on Sunday the 5th, following the recent feud between the nation's alliance members, the HDP had a meeting to discuss their next steps. The party said that the earthquake made them reevaluate their view of their place and role. They haven't revealed what they'd do, but they invited Kamal Khalid Daralu to the party's headquarters to further discuss their election campaign. Moving on to sports, recall that the Turkish Super League matches resumed last week. On Saturday the 4th, before the match between Bursaspor and Ahmetspor, 
the football players got in a fight after the former shouted anti-Kurdish racist slogans at the latter. Ametspor is the official football club of the city of Diyarbakir, a Kurdish-majority city. The tension was tense throughout the game as well. Football fans also held racist and fascist banners and shouted anti-Kurdish slogans in the bleachers. They also threw hard objects, including knives and bullets, at the football field. Ametspor shared these moments live on Instagram and accused Bursaspor and its fans of attacking them. As Women's Day is approaching, a group of women gathered in Kadakoy district of Istanbul to protest against the growing number of femicides and violence against women. The women called on the government to resign and pointed out how the government failed to prevent the violence. The speakers also touched on the earthquake in Kahramanmarash and criticized the government's policies in the aftermath of the earthquake. In a press statement, the demonstrators pointed out that the hygienic products for women have become luxury spending because of the economic state of the country, and thousands of women have been condemned to a life of poverty because of high household bills. Since we mentioned the Kahraman Marash earthquake, one month has passed since the devastating earthquake. Water insecurity is among the highest threats to life in the earthquake zone. Some people have started water campaigns on social media to address the urgent need for bottled water in the area. UNESCO officials said that the organization was remotely looking into structures with World Heritage status in the earthquake area that got damaged or collapsed. They added that they were planning on sending a team of experts with the aim of rebuilding these places. Many Crusade-era castles and old Ottoman and Roman settlements were destroyed in the earthquake. UNESCO says that the rebuilding of these places are just as important as maintaining the culture in the area, and that it will work on it. And finally, on to some news on social media. On Monday the 6th, the Turkish Competition Authority, the authority that ensures a fair competition market in the country, announced that it was suing Elon Musk for purchasing Twitter without seeking the authority's permission. It further added that Musk would have to pay the country 0.1% of the app's 2022 revenue to Turkey. Musk can apply to an administrative court in Turkey to challenge the fine. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com. Hoşçakalın! Hoşçakalın!